Dear Loathsome fans, every once in a while we come across a hidden gem, a secret masterpiece, if you will, that never rose to niche prominence among the horror community. It is always a treat, and honestly, one of the goals of this podcast. John, my dearest fellow host, would you say that Gabriel Bartolos' Skin Deep is one of those films? <laughs> It's a film. <laughs> I'm so glad we covered it. It sucked. <laughs> it's kind of horrible, but in specific, very, very specific ways, amazing. There's, uh, yeah, uh, as much as it uh, reminds me of other things, it's also very much its own movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is very much just other movies, but also, yeah, you're right. It is its own thing. <laughs> <laughs> Me. The uh, this is a 2004, you know, direct to t- to DVD movie that you probably saw on the shelves of Hollywood Video more so than <laughs> Blockbuster. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> and uh, the the DVD cover proudly declares that it is a Fangoria presents Gore Zone video. Oh my god! So <laughs> that is that is the quality of what you should. Uh, expect when you first hit play on Gabriel Bartalos's Skinned Deep. <laughs> that's the quality you should expect, and that's the quality you're going to get. It's what you're getting. Yeah, it it doesn't lie to you to make it sound like it's anything other than what it is. It is exactly a Fangoria presents Gorezone type thing. <laughs> wow. Uh, this movie is written, directed, and produced by Gabriel Baltalos, so there's that. He is a special effects makeup and creature guy, more so than a director. This was actually his directorial debut. Yeah, and he he actually has has a a pretty good career as a special effects guy. Yeah, he's been all over the place. Um, he he started his movie career in 1986. He worked on Spookies, Crawl Space, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, Jason Lives, uh, From Beyond, and perhaps most tellingly, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. A fine, fine film. A fine film. He would go on to take many of those ideas and incorporate them into Skinned Deep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. If only he made a sequel called Balls Deep. (laughs) (laughs) Bald Deep. Uh, in case you haven't read the title of the podcast, yes, it is it is skinned S K I N N E D deep. So yeah, skinned whoa. deep. Yeah, easy to say, like loathsome things. <laughs> easy to say makes no sense. <laughs> oh my god. Um, let's see. Later in his career, he would go on to work for Frank Henenlotter on Brain Damage, Basket Case Two and Three. Frankenhooker and Bad Biology, so basically everything that wasn't the first Basket Case movie, mm-hmm. and you can definitely see some uh, Frank Henenlotter uh, in this movie. <laughs> a very specific nod to a scene in Basket Case. Yes, yes, <laughs> two actually. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, his other credits include Sometimes They Come Back, Munchie, Leprechaun 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. I wonder how he could have possibly met Warwick Davis. Uh, <laughs> Gremlins 2 and an art installation called Cremaster. Oh, wow. He did the Cremaster cycle? Oh, my God. Oh, is that something you know about? <laughs> yeah, there's an artist that uh, did this weird, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Performance art, like film cycle of these little short films that all work together called the Cremaster cycle. Oh. And they're, they're extremely strange. And uh, the effects are great. Yeah, from what I could tell, I think he did like makeup work on two of them. That makes sense. I mean, it's 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 makeup heavy. The the character, I forget the artist that that did it, but he, if I remember, he plays this kind of satyr like character in it with this weird like all white, you know, just it's 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 really insane. Yeah, oh, cool. We might have, but to very check arty. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's definitely worth checking out. Oh, cool. Matthew Matthew Barney, I think his name is. Oh, that's a very serious sounding name. <laughs> I know. It's very arty. Matthew Barney. <laughs> it's very arty, unlike this movie. Wait, let me get my pipe brush. <laughs> this movie is not arty. Not, well, it's, it, I can't tell. Honestly, John, I can't tell if this movie is trying to be deep or if it is making fun of horror movies that try to be deep. I'm really not sure. It's hard to tell. I mean, it... it it, it, because it it really takes a turn, like as crazy as it is, it gets even crazier near the end. Oh yeah, yeah. It it. I mean, it it pretty consistently like turn like every few minutes turns up the dial of of what the fuck is going on. There's, but yeah, at the end it really yeah. goes all the way. <laughs> I mean, there's so many movies in this, like Texas Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honeydew reminds me of, even though Honeydew came later, but um, it reminds me of Honeydew reminds me of this, I guess you could say Road Warrior. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Basket (laughs) case. I mean, it's it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is a whole thing. Uh, I do want to mention three more movies this guy worked on. He worked in on Godzilla, the one with Matthew Broderick. Um, He worked on the Insane Clown Posse's Western Big Money Rustlers. (laughs) <laughs> and okay. most recently he worked on like a single prop in the movie army of the dead oh wow okay yeah. so he's still going good for him yeah doing good stuff he also made another movie after this called uh saint bernard which looks cool and also has warwick davis in it nice yeah i he... might watch it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i read an interview with him and he he's actually a pretty interesting guy um He's got a good sense of humor, and you know he's like, you know, he knows that it's ridiculous, but he doesn't care. He he obviously had a blast making it. Yeah, it definitely looks like he enjoyed himself. Maybe not a whole lot of other people. Maybe Warwick Davis. There are yeah. times where it seems like he's having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so yeah, this movie stars Warwick Davis as plates. <laughs> That's correct. P L A T E S. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and uh, there's a very specific reason for that. One, one stack of reasons for that. <laughs> 
you would know plates as uh you know he's he or plates you would know warwick davis as from being the actor in everything he's the ewok wicket in return of the jedi he's the leprechaun in the leprechaun film franchise professor flitwick in the harry potter movies and he will soon be reprising his role as willow Uffgood in the upcoming tv series willow that's amazing yep and uh more front and center this movie stars caroline brandt who plays tina this is her only acting credit and it's almost not even worth mentioning except for her role off screen in the closing credits yeah no which kidding. we will get to which yeah. i i i have questions like if <laughs> I, there is a very specific question i want to know the answer to about those closing credits <laughs> um caroline is now a lifestyle and portrait photographer in los angeles and it looks like she's leading a good life good for you caroline <laughs> <laughs> you got out yeah. she was like oh let's see what movie life is like nope <laughs> nope on the choice number two <laughs> Uh, so john uh before we spoil this movie <laughs> yeah do you think that the nice people listening to us should go watch it first oh fuck yeah it's yeah. totally it's totally <laughs> worth watching <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I agree. Go into it with uh with not high expectations though. It's no it's, uh sometimes not enjoyable, but it, it is bewildering. Yeah, it's uh it's the acting is so incredibly terrible and yeah. the whole movie is terrible, but it's just <laughs> it's it's so gleefully ridiculous that it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe watch it when you're already in a good mood. Yeah, that would help. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're feeling cranky, maybe it's not the right time to hit play on this one. <laughs> I will say the first three times I tried to get through this movie, at some point I ended up falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and and all three times I woke up to something happening at the end of the movie that we'll discuss later. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. That'll get you every time. <laughs> In a sweaty panic. <laughs> Oh my god, what's happening? Oh god. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, this movie can be pretty boring. It, yeah. And, and especially at the beginning, it can be boring and feel like there is no hope for enjoying the rest of it. But, but uh, stick with it. It's not great, but... It's worth having seen if you're the type of people that likes the kind of horror movies that we review here on this show. <laughs> it gets you there. Yeah. <laughs> so go watch it and pause this and then come back and we'll spoil the whole thing. Yeah, please. <laughs> and here we go. Hey, welcome back. Wasn't that fun? Ooh, whoa. <laughs> I know you just saw the closing credits and you want to talk about that, dear listener, but instead we're going to start over at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> in the world's rainiest auto repair shop. Yeah, in, in a very rainy auto repair shop where nothing matters, but there is a dude stereotypically warming his hands over a like oil drum fire. Yeah, it's like he's walking around inside his repair shop and it's just pouring in the shop. 
Yeah. Like, yes. it, it, I, I would assume, I mean, it looks like it's the inside of a garage, but for some reason it's just pouring rain. Yep. Yep. And there's like, I guess it's a junkyard out beyond where he is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But let's not, let's not forget. Don't the bury dunk- the lead. Yeah. <laughs> let's not forget that this is interspersed with shots of some dumb fuck who agreed to actually get branded with <laughs> oh, the is letters. Oh, legit? Yes. Some fucking guy agreed to get branded with the letters SD. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They, the, so so as some old guy is feeling wet and cold, another person is slowly getting the letters S and D offset, burned into their skin. So it looks like maybe they're San Diego Padres fans. Oh, my God. But no, it turns out it stands for skinned deep. <laughs> you can actually see if you look, you can see the kind of blue ink outline where they they like drew an S and a D on there to to guide the the guy who was branding the person. Yeah, yeah, we we wouldn't want to get this D to look wrong. God. <laughs> Yeah, that looked real uncomfortable. I didn't know that was real. I thought that was a practical effect. That's uh, real unfortunate for one person. (laughs) Someone's carrying that around for the rest of their life. Hopefully Gabriel Bartalos. Yeah. (laughs) God. Um, But all of this doesn't matter. Uh, The old guy eventually gets in a car, uh, gets, gets mad maxed off the road and murdered. Yeah, by this thing. Yeah, that, and then and this is where we very the very first time that we see the magical appearance of smoke that just sort <laughs> sort of shows up all the time for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> including in broad sunny daylight. Yeah, you, you know California, known for its wild fog. <laughs> the truck pulls up. Uh, well, yeah, like he he almost gets thrown off the road, and then like this car, I guess, turns around and chases him down. And this dude who has like goggles and an overcoat and a and a giant metal jaw, yeah, like an orc boy, <laughs> throws a gaff look through the guy's window and hooks his thigh, <laughs> and somehow manages to flip the car over doing this. <laughs> It yeah. makes no sense. Yeah. This is after we have been treated to the old guy complaining about how bad other drivers are while we see him drinking and him, in fact, being a horrible driver. <laughs> yes, his window's all fogged. He can't even see. Yeah. He's, he's like, I don't know. It's really weird and kind of unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> he looks very smelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like, a, well... Yeah, he looks like he's been in some of our other movies. He looks like a guy from Death Dream that eats at a diner. (laughs) Yes, he does. And so then he's dead, and then the movie moves on, and all of a sudden we're now in a minivan with the Rockwell family enjoying a wholesome road trip together. And they are cartoonishly horrible. Yes, yeah. Very, very over-the-top cartoonishly just worse it's mom dad older sister horrible little brother just unpleasant they're they bust out the vhs the camcorder so they can take some movies mm-hmm. oh, cool. yeah yeah it, it's it's very home video there's also um 
there's a joke in here about uh, the fact that they're like supposed to be in a desert on the map. And then you look around and they're like in big lush green mountains. So they're obviously in the wrong place. Yeah, that's uh, right. And uh, they come across the car accident that we saw happen. There's a uh, unhelpful sheriff standing by while a person cleans up lots of blood. Yeah, some guy with a coroner's jacket who's just squatting down, wringing out a washcloth soaked in blood. <laughs> yeah. And grunting. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Made no sense. Yeah, it's very sweaty. Uh, the sheriff will only respond by repeating words back to you. So he's like, what do you think did it, sheriff? Wild animals? And he goes, yep, wild animals. And <laughs> it takes a very long time to get through that conversation. <laughs> It's a it's a very uncomfortable and extremely boring interaction. Yeah, but the dad seems to be loving it because he's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's every time someone treats him bad, he's like, "They're such nice people." Oh, isn't Southern Charm great or whatever? <laughs> Southern Charm, they're clearly in California. <laughs> <laughs> very clearly in California, this Texas Chainsaw Massacre ripoff. <laughs> Uh, the Rockwell family continues to drive along. Their tire gets spiked, and that forces them to hoof it to some creepy granny's horrible house, which is symbolically decorated on the inside with the signs of modernity or something. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, there's just, like, broken electronics hanging from the ceiling. I think it's, you know, like a callback to Texas Chainsaw Massacre where there's, like, bones. Yeah. But instead of the... <clears throat> human parts it's like money used yeah, as money, like wallpaper and stuff credit cards there there's an armrest on the uh, uh wheelchair that the girl sits in at the table that's got cash all over it yeah made no sense yeah it, it, that's what <clears throat> that's the, this is whenever you first start getting the sense that maybe he's trying to make some sort of deep point but I don't know. I yeah. don't know if he actually was or if he's making fun of deep points. It's very confusing. This movie is confusing. Oh, yeah. And there's, there's candles everywhere and like Mardi Gras beads hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very strange. <laughs> Doll parts. <sighs> and, uh, and they all sit down. Uh, they're thankful for Granny for her hospitality. At the table is the Surgeon General, the begoggled uh, robo-jawed guy we saw from earlier, but he is wearing a, uh unconvincing flap of human face. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's very, very cleverly hiding himself. As the old man that he murdered. Yeah, yeah, just a just a flap of face skin covering his obviously much larger head. <laughs> and this is the Surgeon General. Yeah, great, great man. <laughs> we are then introduced to Plates, which is Warwick Davis. He is wearing what appears to be a straight jacket with like some sort of neat backpack on, <laughs> and uh, just kind of like growling. Um, then we are introduced to Brain, who is a sweaty guy with chest hair, wearing just the overalls and an a enormous bag covering his uh, head, but not face. And yeah, he this has huge to... burlap sack thing. Yeah, yeah, like a uh, 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 audition size burlap sack. Yeah. <laughs> 
and uh, and he has to bend at the knees, not at the waist, in order to get in through doorways. <laughs> And he, he has the dinner. Yeah. Dinner, which is like a piece of cardboard with smaller <laughs> pieces of cardboard and God knows what on them as food. Yeah, just just raw, squishy unpleasantness on sloppy, soppy, melting cardboard plates. Ugh, like Not ketchup. plates, just, yeah, just, just shredded Ugh. up pieces of cardboard. Because, you know, all the plates belong to plates. <laughs> yeah, I never put it holy shit it's like you know i don't know i don't don't know how to tell you guys this but there's really no shortage of plates in this house (laughs) he doesn't that means he won't let people use them he's like no 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 you can't put food on my plates all of these plates are mine (laughs) yeah Have some blood ketchup red bacon or whatever the hell that was. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, we find out that uh, Granny says something dumb about how brain doesn't adhere to like common courtesy whenever it comes to like dinner attire. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's dumb. <laughs> but at some point, the Surgeon General gets angry. He takes the skin flap off of his face revealing his monstery machine jawed uh whatever going on and gets all killy uh with good neck chopping practical effects going on he gets gets the mom and the dad and then the kids have to run away yeah he slashes their neck with a weapon that looks like the batman symbol yeah it's it's like a it's a a weird fake knife <laughs> It's like he gets mad because the mom is taking snapshots of him. Yeah, he doesn't like being photographed in his in his face flap. He and, sees uh, the the flash bothers him for some reason, even though he spends half the movie in like bright sunlight. Yeah, <laughs> and he's wearing goggles. You think he'd be okay? But no, <laughs> the Surgeon General is not in fact okay with your photography skills, ma'am. <laughs> the Surgeon General. He would like to lodge a complaint in your neck. <laughs> You would like to lodge a misty spraying complaint out of your neck. Yes. And uh, <laughs> while while he is getting all killy, Plates gets very excited about it being kill o'clock. And we find out that the reason he's called Plates is because he throws plates at people. <laughs> he has a little backpack full his, of plates. His little backpack is a, like, is a, a quiver, a plate quiver, where he can store <laughs> extra plates. And there's there's like a plate hopper like you might see at a buffet mounted to the wall so he can like grab those plates. But then whenever he's out of those, he can just reach behind him like Legolas and launch a plate at you. <laughs> oh, my God. What an amazing time to be alive. <laughs> oh, and he, just for just for good measure, he has like weird white kabuki makeup on his face. Yeah. For, oh, it's so. The, the, mm, yeah, we'll get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which makes his still, teeth look really yellow. Yeah. And he still has a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. In this, in this Texas movie set in California. <laughs> <sighs> but it's not the worst accent in this movie. <laughs> nope, not even close. 
so Tina and her horrible brother run away. Of Brain complains that he wants to keep Tina, and we see the actor is struggling to keep his prop head <laughs> stuff from falling off <laughs> so like there's a scene where like he and granny are like traipsing through the woods and he's having to like body duck to keep his head down but he can't you know it's like balancing a stack of books up there it's obvious <laughs> that whatever's going on up top is not very securely attached <laughs> i want to say his head is, is at the risk of falling off yeah the entire time he's having to work very hard and not move his neck for the whole movie <laughs> the surgeon general cuts the little brother in half height wise with cool practical effects that don't look real but do look cool they do um, look cool i love how it's like you can see there's some mechanism that pulls the two fake halves of his body apart yeah <laughs> it looks so bad but it's amazing yeah it's great <laughs> i love it because the kid goes ha ha you missed and then you <laughs> Yeah. You see him just rip in half. Yep. Yeah. You. I think you get one of those like little like classic like haha you missed and then there's like one little drip of blood and then <laughs> yeah. he springboards away from himself in half. A la basket case. <laughs> yes. Uh, and um... <laughs> Tina gets to live because uh, Brain promised to take care of her, and at that point he takes the bag off of his head, revealing his humongous, rashy, brain-like head skin. <laughs> his head is gigantic. It is just, it is huge. It doesn't fit through anything, and it looks disgusting. <laughs> That's right. The, like, top cranium bit is fine. It just looks like, you know, like, like brain wrinkles. You know, mm -hmm. like fake, dry brain wrinkles. But the part where his actual human skin moves up into that brain skin it just all looks like he does not wash it's yeah bad. it's all scabby and flaky yeah i hate it and it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> so i wanted to ask so so surgeon general like we even see a point from his perspective where he's like all computer heads up display and mm -hmm. he's, he's got a chompy mouth uh, that you can even see he has a regular mouth just moving around underneath it. Uh, so that's what G the Surgeon General is. Brain, obviously, has a giant brain. But, John, what is <laughs> Plates' horrific <laughs> mutation? Um, that he's really small? Yeah, I think... <laughs> And, and obsessed think, with plates. Yeah, I think we went with we went with a horrible monster robot chompy guy, a guy with a humongous head and a small person that a likes small, plates. A small, very white British <laughs> midget who yeah. loves plates. Yeah, good job, Gabriel. <laughs> you did it. How can we use Warwick Davis? Oh, I know. We'll have him throw plates. <laughs> yeah. What'll his horrific mutation be? Um, he loves plates, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you also see, especially in like the first half of this movie, the the lip syncing is really bad. Like the, yeah. the sound is not synced up with the video at all. And That's it true. is distracting in an uninteresting kind of way. 
<laughs> that's true it's really yeah it's really bad yeah and uh it's like obvious that they like live recorded audio but then had to go back and re-record the audio for some parts of the movie because there are times where it's like all fine but then other times where it's just bad and unpleasant um, yeah <laughs> yeah and the the style i thought the style of this movie was unsettling you know it's trying to be unsettling but it's so far at least up to this point it's also pretty boring yeah that's true i mean it just it has no atmosphere whatsoever yeah yeah not at first at least it, it yeah it gets <laughs> some sort of an atmosphere yeah <laughs> you definitely this is definitely a movie that you have to watch the closing credits for because there's a lot of good clues in there like for example one of their sets is at an actual like cactus garden <laughs> yeah yeah and they're like thanks to like jack's cactus garden for letting <laughs> us run around in his shitty cactuses. <laughs> here's a great place to shoot <laughs> <laughs> for some reason <laughs> Well, well, we'll shoot in a cactus garden, and but we won't use cactus in any of the scenes. Yep. <laughs> Just this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um. So after after they get her, oh yeah, brain. Like after he takes the bag off of his head, he like puts it on her, and it's it's another one like in um um dementia part two where you just know that like that smells bad <laughs> oh can you imagine <laughs> it's just it's just got like like stuck on rash flesh in there <laughs> oh god <laughs> there had to have been a time where like his his head threatened to grow through the bag and ugh, <laughs> just just the worst it's not good no but then tina wakes up in a newspaper covered room and tries to escape by easily removing the in individually newspaper wrapped boards crappily nailed into a wall which covered a brick wall that looks like chocolate cake with white icing <laughs> and it it comes apart in about as much trouble as cake would <laughs> pointless it was so weird and then behind those fake bricks were bars um so she can't get out yeah what a good scene <laughs> <laughs> that was necessary yeah but it does look like the set for like a maybe late night 90s music video yeah yeah it does and they also th this is where you discover that um that the director loves to use fisheye lenses when he's trying to portray weirdness Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, lots of lots of lots of weird camera work and weird sound work whenever he's going for something. There's like the hum of the the ceiling fan that just is constant in that scene. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, and and whenever whenever I say everything is covered in newspaper, everything is individually covered. Like there's a, a bed frame where like each of the spokes on the bed frame is individually wrapped in newspaper. It's it's meticulous. Yeah, literally every surface in the entire room is covered in newspaper. Yeah, it looks cool. It does look cool. I, I do think it's strange later when she she sits on the bed later with Brain and now the mattress has no newspaper on it. Well, you know. <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> that's, that's, at that point, you, don't have, you can take the newspaper off because it's the marriage bed. <laughs> yeah, Jesus God. Uh, at this point, Brain shows up in the room with a tray of soup and some money. I brought you soup and money. Yeah, 
It's just a stack of bills and a bowl of soup with a human finger in it. A bowl of soup that's like dark, like looks like like watercress green, like just disgusting green. And it's got a finger with a ring on it floating a big old in it. Fat ring on it. <laughs> Which I assume is her dad's finger. We don't know. It seems we don't like really it was know. supposed to be like oh that ring, but we never saw that ring. <laughs> and she's like, mm, thanks. <laughs> and uh he leaves. Uh she finds a hidden door uh, under the newspaper and Climbs down into a compartment decorated with Christmas, creepy Christmas lights and slimy skulls and finds a TV playing her family's home videos for some reason. Yeah, and th- this part really kind of reminded me of Texas Chainsaw 2 because if you, you know, there's that whole section where the, the family is basically living underneath an amusement park, but they've converted it into their living space. So that's like this mix of like Christmas lights and sc- bones and in this case, it's Christmas lights, Mardi Gras beats, <laughs> broken up pallets, <laughs> whatever Just, crap they could, and candles everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Can, please, more candles. <laughs> and then she falls through this pit into this one room, and there's like a TV just showing her family's home movies on it. Yeah, yeah. It 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 looks like a room where someone goes to enjoy those movies, but there's no one in there. I don't know how far down it would be. It makes no sense. Because <laughs> she already went down into the first area and then fell further deeper, so she's at least in the sub-basement. And I love the thought that somebody had to go th- has to go through there and make sure that the candles are all lit at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you got to make sure all the, the candles are lit. And you probably also have to rewind that tape and start it back up again. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Just in case she finds it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, then the movie awkwardly transitions to a scene of The Ancient Ones. An an, an aging biker gang. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Old bikers, they roll up to Granny's Diner, and one of them is named Shakes because he is shaky. Mmm. It has, like, three teeth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's a... a, He order. They all order coffee. She somehow (laughs) gives them coffee with, like, the bottom dregs of a pot of coffee. And uh, he spills it in trying to drink it because, you see, his hand is shaky, where they are then allowed to make a joke hey, don't order it if you can't drink it. What's he say? Fuck off. Something like that. Something like that. (laughs) My notes are, at picnic table, Granny serves them coffee. Complete shit acting. (laughs) Isn't she great? Isn't she great? That one guy (laughs) says. And then I said, one is called Shakes, and he has no teeth. Kill me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is one of the parts where like like the uh the audio tracking on granny is especially bad out of all of it which doesn't help because she has very specific mouth motions that yeah. do not work it's bad <laughs> yeah it is it's real bad yeah sleepy there yeah a little bit <laughs> this movie's so exciting <laughs> So, so yeah, one of the ancient ones stays behind to try his luck with Granny. The rest of them roll out, and we see that Tina, underneath the house, hears the rest of the motorcycles departing. So she climbs up through the walls somehow and into the diner and asks the, like, 
panics at the horny old biker uh <laughs> save me and and calls granny a monster meanwhile granny hits the panic button and we see all of a sudden we see surgeon general vaguely strangling a cat it's so horrible <laughs> it's from his perspective and he's just like holding on to a slightly unhappy cat by the neck <laughs> fucked up yeah and i believe plates is sharpening his plates at this point yeah yeah they're in their they're in their little murder shop (laughs) yes yep yep murder shop of horrors and uh they come out they kill the biker and recapture tina and uh at that point it's time for a romantic picnic between tina and brain who we find out is actually named brian oh Oh, isn't that sweet? And, and this is so great, this scene, because they they go on a motorcycle mm-hmm. out to this park out by a lake, and there's people all over the place. Like, in the distance, there's a group of people that look like they're having a big family gathering or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, it's just and, a nice park. And she's like, you know, obviously, like, get me the hell out of here. At, at any point, she could have run away. Yeah. Yeah, and it appears that it's just <laughs> it's just Brain and her. And everything's fine. Like, she could have run away. The rest of them aren't there. Oh, and, of course, uh, they got there on a motorcycle. (laughs) They got there on a motorcycle, and he's wearing a really, really bad and offensive fake Indian headdress. Oh, man. It is like like kindergarten craft level with with the two colorful feathers and the glued-on beads and... That are in the letter B. (laughs) (laughs) And the beads then, are like falling off, and like most of the feathers are gone. It's like his old childhood headdress. And then he starts playing harmonica for her. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it's weird. Uh, we find out that they can't leave because, quote, the creator would never approve. <laughs> and we find out that Brain wished the creator made him more like a Harley Davidson. Which he shows her how to operate the Harley Davidson. I guess it was that one biker's Harley. Yeah. Um, And we find out that he wants to have a routine so he can be routine. Like a statistic lost in the crowd. (laughs) And then... (laughs) Oh my god. And then we cut to a scene of... (laughs) him running around city streets in full dick flop nudity... Just like that one scene in Basket Case. Except he's wearing his fucking work boots. Yeah. I'd just like to point out that that scene was shot in Times Square. Nice. Why? They had had no permit and he got arrested. (laughs) He was like, well, we got to do this in New York, you know, as an homage to Basket Case. It's so weird. Oh my god. (sighs) And then it turns out that this flash to him running around, dick flopping all around the place is uh, him imagining how great his life could be. (laughs) If he was normal. Yeah. Yeah. If he was just a statistic. (laughs) And routine, as he kept saying. Yeah. (laughs) What? Routine for him is running around in Timberland boots, butt naked, 
in the middle of Times Square with people like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And it's amazing because he's still wearing the giant, the actor is wearing the giant brain thing and it's still not secured to his head. So he is like running full tilt while trying to keep this thing from falling off his head. (laughs) And he got arrested. (laughs) What a mess. I don't know. I don't know what Gabriel's trying to tell us. Oh, I couldn't even venture a guess. Nope. <laughs> uh, but now it's Tina and Brain's wedding day, and they forcefully put her into a wedding dress in a honestly very upsetting scene. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then tie her to a post on the front of their thunder truck and go for a leisurely Sunday drive. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, it was like, they're, they're, what? <laughs> In broad daylight, just cruising down the highway. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Very, very Australia highway scene looking highways. Um, Yeah, like the guy that plays guitar in uh, Mad Max, the remake. Exactly, yeah. The the new one, yeah. And uh, then we see that while they're going on their leisurely Sunday drive, a truck full of horrible men, I guess, have been driving for 24 hours. Driving for 24 hours, and they have a movie projector, and they're projecting pornographic films on the on the highway. Yes, yeah, all down. So they're in the flatbed, pointing it down onto the highway next to them, and watching it that way. Which wouldn't work at all. Yeah, in my notes, I put it down. They loudly watch porn at each other. <laughs> it's so strange. Yeah, because they are all very excited about this. Very woo. Yeah, that guy's like, four, three, two, one. Yeah, 24 hours, we did it. (laughs) And uh, they are drinking uh, whiskey straight out of the bottle to achieve all of this life goal that's going on. (laughs) Um, And uh, then they see see the, our, our family's truck coming towards them. And they think, oh, they want to play chicken. And it takes a long time. <laughs> it's a, yeah, yeah. It's a very it, grueling game of chicken. A very slow game of chicken. And then, of course, they realize uh, towards the, the end of the whole thing that there is a woman tied to the front of the truck. So they they dash off. Oh, but then there's, yeah, then there's a whole chase scene. It's a whole Mad Max scene again where <laughs> they're get, trying to get driven off the road by by the surgeon general and his crew and plates meanwhile is just throwing plates <laughs> just randomly throwing plates yeah it's, it's looks like some pretty cool trick shit is going on too there's one where he like flips the plate behind his back then catches it with the other hand and then throws it at them yeah, he's pretty he's pretty sly with those plates. Yeah, I'm wondering if this is just like Warwick Days was like, you know what people never ask me about my, my plate <laughs> skills. He's a method actor. Yeah. Do you think we could work those into the film? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm I don't just know, like <laughs> like just just this is just a placeholder, but you know, we could call my guy plates or something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they do the thing with the uh, with the hook again, and they they get the car off the road and start killing them, and then eventually only one of them is left. And plate starts talking about the philosophical nuances of a plate's molecular structure. Oh my god! Um, yes, he does. 
he does it's weird we then see that brain leaves the truck he is now wearing a giant weird helmet and he flips open a side visor that reveals the word wrong plastered over what looks like a metal butt (laughs) yeah he was making remember he was making that out of like old like knights of the round table helmets or yeah, something yeah it, like it's, welding them all together it looks like this big heart-shaped helmet thing yeah it's it's horrific and the word wrong is on there for no reason no reason yeah. just a, just a sticker on there that says wrong yeah <laughs> uh they untie tina from the front of the truck and bring her over to the last surviving porn truck dude and then force her to sprinkle a little bit of dirt into that dude's mouth to death. Yes, he, he magically dies. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a pinch of road dirt to death in the mouth. <laughs> and, then, and then she does a Superman when Lois Lane dies <laughs> scene looking up at the heavens and screaming why. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's It's... It's, I don't know. (laughs) I put, he put, (laughs) Surgeon General and Blates force her to drop dirt in Hick's mouth. He dies? (laughs) Tina screams, why, to the heavens. Plates dances around, what the living fuck. Yes. Oh, and there's another thing is that a, a brain is upset about all this. He's worried that this is going to ruin her. Yeah. Spoil the meat. (laughs) It's so weird. Um, You can see from all this that Gabriel Bartalos worked on Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Like, this is very Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and very Basket Basket Case 2 and Uh, (laughs) 3. It's like he worked on those movies and then thought to himself, what if I made my own movie? (laughs) Will anybody notice? Yeah. Um, the sets and props are pretty cool. Like it's uh, they they it's weird though. <laughs> it really is. It's yeah, extremely I, weird. I don't know where this scene came from. Like like I don't know why it happened. I guess he was just like, but I want to do one of these too. I yeah, I guess so. I he must have enjoyed those moments in those other movies so much. He had to put it in his own. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It's so, it's so strange. And then, of course, um, so so Brain's headdress uh, uh, is, is going to come back. It's just, like, such a weird detail. <laughs> it, I think they had multiple ones, because if you look at different scenes, they're in various stages of decomposition throughout the movie. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to get feathers to stick to his brain hat. <laughs> Yeah, they figured, oh, well, we'll just do the hot glue today. It'll go fine. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. Okay. Um, (laughs) Back in the newspaper room, Tina essentially says things like, you're different than them to Brain, who uh, eventually says that he won't stop killing. So she pulls out a chunk of his head, which causes him to spew green fluid while his head skin blossoms open to reveal a bunch of writhing children's alphabet blocks. <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> his head is like this big giant brain cavity opens and his head is full of children's blocks and like slime. And then the blocks fall out and some of them crawl across the floor and spell the word love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
and then what happens? <laughs> she stomps them out, and then they spell hate. <laughs> like a magic trick. <laughs> what the fuck? Good one, Gabe. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Completely meaningless. Uh, no, yeah. But it feels like it's deep, maybe. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> It's just so weird. So his his head is just a big empty cavity full of like strings of these blocks writhing around like horrible poops. <laughs> and then he dies drooling green slime. Yeah. I don't think he intended for that to make sense. So <laughs> I think this was effective. This is what he wanted us to feel and we felt it. We sure did. Uh, um, just then the ancient ruins roll up with hearts full of vengeance for their fallen brethren. Ready to kick some ass. Yeah. And with them is one randomly younger guy. <laughs> yeah, who isn't old at all. He's not old. But he, what he is, <laughs> is he's wearing a white towel <laughs> underneath his baseball cap so that it drapes across the back of his shoulders and crudely painted on it is the word war. <laughs> Oh my god. It's so fucking stupid. He is the worst person. Uh, and, and he he gets them riled up. There it's a bunch of old people and he's some of them are on foot too. Like some of them <laughs> rode up on motorcycles and the rest of them just walked there. Also, I like when you see the original biker game gang, there's only four people, and now there's like one has already died and there's like six of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The number of ancient ones is is very, very just ethereal. You can't really tell. <laughs> Granny, <laughs> Granny goes out to talk to them. She pulls out a jewelry case <laughs> with little gold peace signs, <laughs> and then just walks up to them and 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 sticks them on their horrible sticky foreheads, <laughs> including young war guy. Um, and for some reason, this pacifies a bunch of them. Yeah, the, it, <laughs> why? Yeah, all of a sudden now, none of them want to fight except for War Guy, who, who, <laughs> who very believably says, "Fuck peace, give war a chance." <laughs> then he takes the peace sign jewelry off of his forehead and holds it aloft, and then it explodes his hand off. <laughs> In pretty good practical effects. And then yeah, because the Surgeon General has that box with the switches on it. Yeah, the detonator. The one that says Prime, and then the next one says, like, Ready or something, and then the the final button says Fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and there's, like, a horrible granny quote in there, and she, she says something like, I think this calls for a little peace of mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Good one, Granny. <laughs> but so, yeah, so now War Dude is running around, his arm is blown off, and he goes around showing each and every one of the Ancient Ones his squirty stump until he just finally falls over. 
Um, and then Granny ex- uh, explodes the other two with weird head explosions that are awesome and weird. And one of them we see like three different takes of the same explosion. <laughs> yeah, that was quite an explosion. Yeah, the the first guy, the first guy, they did like a a a, fr- a fake brain underneath, which is tiny and apparently located directly behind the teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> How about the guy who has a a graphically shown heart attack? Yes. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's a X-ray style heart complete implosion like with a sound effect of an explosion and everything <laughs> for no, no reason, reason. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, <laughs> so, oh and plates plates is big moment he finally kills someone with a plate yeah yeah he smashes some dude in the face with a plate very satisfying <laughs> and that leaves just shakes and the female one um and then it's time for shakes and plates to fight oh but first wasn't there only one lady biker i think so yeah Be- because there when the first person dies or the first couple people die one of the guys is on the ground going oh baby oh baby <laughs> and i thought they killed the lady and then she suddenly just like she shakes his lady yeah I didn't understand that. I don't understand very much of it. She was also the one that was jealous of the first dude for staying behind. She was like, well, you're lost or whatever. I guess she's like the club slut or something. (laughs) She's the good time girl for the ancient ones. (laughs) Yeah, we did get a good scene of her at the beginning of all this where she just like lets the chain out of her sleeve. (laughs) That's right. That's right. She just feeds the chain out. Yeah, she's like, let's get this doing. So then Shakes chases plates through the cactus garden. <laughs> Shakes, who has a, like this strange brace on his leg. Yeah, yeah. He obviously has a leg injury, but first he, he before he starts chasing, he rips his shirt off. <laughs> and and then as plates is running away, he's like throwing plates behind him, and we see them like stick to the side of cactus <laughs> because they're obviously just styrofoam. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, oh and, then, uh, and then and then shakes corners him, and he reaches uh, plates reaches behind him up, but he's out of plates. Oh no. And then he says some sort of dumb pun and starts pulling plates out of the sand. His, his secret stash of plates right in front of him. Yeah, his secret stash of dirt plates. <laughs> and the first one he throws up into the air to distract Shakes. <laughs> then he knocks Shakes in the balls with another plate and then proceeds... <laughs> to do the world's longest victory dance <laughs> he, he warwick davis did not half-ass this victory dance no he went for it he really went for it and it's amazing <laughs> and what does he get for it the old man beats them to a pulp and pulls his fucking head off yeah rips his head off holds it over his head and drinks the blood. (laughs) Why not? Yeah, so now his face and his chest are dripping with blood, so what is Shake's gonna do now? But drop punt. (laughs) 
<laughs> place his head across town. And then him and the lady just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Happy, hand in hand. Yeah, it's the romance. Yeah, aw. This is, like, somehow marketed as, like, a romance movie. Thank <laughs> God. Uh, but also, Plates' head screams as it's being punted across That's right. town. That's right. Forgot when about that. Warwick, one. Dave's going, ah! <laughs> His head that was pulled off yeah. from the body is screaming. <laughs> there was a, a Nerf football that for a while, that was that was the cool thing, was it was a football you could throw and it would make this high-pitched whistle through the air. <laughs> That's right. It made me think of that. Oh, and it plops on the windshield of a horrible van. And inside there's a dude and his real estate agent. And she's like, I think you're going to like living here. <laughs> and then the head splatters on their windshield for some reason. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> this movie's nuts. Um, and and now Tina has escaped and found a room with Faith No More style fish flopping around on the floor. <laughs> there are random fleshy things pulsating in gross aquariums. And then she sees a headless, oiled up bodybuilder doing muscle poses while someone does a really bad Sean Connery impression on voiceover. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? The worst Sean Connery. <laughs> And he has the he has this loincloth over his shorts that says dynamite. <laughs> yeah, dino slash mite. That's right. He has no head, so he's got this metal like this metal neck neck cuff that basically separate like holds the you know goop inside the neck or whatever. Yeah, and it, it's it's very strange because. Um, other than like this and the weird x-ray of the old man's heart exploding mm -hmm. it's all practical effects but here we get a weird like cgi and there was a weird cgi and i don't know why and it doesn't look good no it really doesn't i guess maybe maybe that was like gabe making a point that practical effects are better i don't know well he certainly would won won that argument <laughs> yeah um, Tina sees Granny hook up a body fluid tube to a hole in the back of her neck, and she goes over and kinks the unkinkable tube as she tells Granny that Brain is dead and rips the tube out, and then Granny starts melting green. Yeah, she really does. Yeah. <laughs> and her, her head dissolves. Yeah. It was just like, if she didn't get food right now. Yeah, I love how she yeah that's so ridiculous mm -hmm. it's like she has like cannibalism diabetes and, and her her <laughs> blood cannibalism level got too low it's oh, weird and, um then it gets weirder oh yeah. yeah yeah because then the creators start saying a bunch of dumb shit <laughs> are you proud i ask you yeah um, he, uh, there are clips of, like, car crashes and a rat in a rat trap struggling to get out. Uh, all of this playing on TV screens, uh, and the creator saying, You are a pathetic manifestation of everything desperate. I am progress. <laughs> I am inertia. Yeah. I am flirtation, penetration, consummation. <laughs> Behold, creation. <laughs> yeah, and 
then when he says behold creation oh yeah another cgi his torso cgi opens up to reveal reveal a, a slimy little basket case dude mm-hmm. in, living inside of him <laughs> and then tina is like oh that's unimpressive and she just starts smashing all of the fleshy aquariums until uh finally body connery keels over and uh, then she randomly sees Surgeon General looming over her from, like, the upstairs or whatever. Which is apparently on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so the Belial thing attacks her. And at the same time as it attacks her by flinging itself through the air, the Surgeon General attacks her. So she grabs the belial thing and shoves it into the Surgeon General's jaws. And it... it bites the brains out of the Belial-y thing, and then she <laughs> kicks the Surgeon General into some electricity. Yeah, just kicks it into some spark- sparking panel thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then what does she do, John? <laughs> oh my god. She finds a stash of dynamite under the loincloth dynamite sign. Yeah. St- straps it to the Surgeon General, escapes the room. <laughs> And then he, oh my god, he he comes to, she busts out of the house, he kind of explodes, but mostly yeah. just catches on fire. Yeah, he just gets a little melty. And then, I guess that was the dynamite going off, and then he comes outside to meet her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she, she's, she's hiding like behind the sidecar bike. That's right, the sidecar. With the military insignia on it. Yeah. And then he falls to his knees, because apparently he is horribly injured after all. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, then she has this weird imaginary sequence where she imagines her family like imploring her to forgive the Surgeon General. Yeah, they're they're all in like family portrait uh colors and like holding doves and bunnies and shit in a nice backyard. It's so strange. Like why? Well, we, we we didn't raise you to be this way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I wrote her her imaginary family says forgiveness forgiveness things inside her shattered psyche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then she just says fuck it and runs him over. Yep, <laughs> runs him over <laughs> with the motorcycle, which is apparently the that that's what it takes to kill the Surgeon General, <laughs> the world's most powerful sidecar motorcycle. <laughs> She I just sees his robot-y hand. Yeah. I just love that she, after, like, after kicking him into electricity, she goes and digs around in the creator's junk. Oh, man. She just lifts up the flap and goes elbow deep in there looking for treasure. Oh, and then she has another, another <laughs> like, vision of herself as a child on a big wheel. And then she rides away on the motorcycle. Yeah, it's so weird. And then the house magically explodes. Yeah, well, there were two dynamites, sir. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> She's, she set one of them on the Surgeon General and one of them back behind. And, and the second one, the first one was just enough to singe the Surgeon General. The second one blew up the entire fucking house. <laughs> she should have flipped those around. Yeah. <laughs> Might have been more effective. <laughs> she drives the motorcycle to the sheriff's office. He's the one from earlier. Yep. 
wild animals, that guy. Yeah. And uh, she starts immediately freaking out, asking for help. But then the receptionist or whatever uh, drops a, a stack of photos and it's photos of her family as they were being butchered. And uh, then she notices a creepily long hallway of filing cabinets. Yeah, where I guess they store all the photos of all the people that have been butchered or something. Yeah. Which I was like, what is this Indiana Jones? What is the, <laughs> yeah. what's with the giant storeroom? Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Um, I also and, like when she when she asks the sheriff to call the cops. Yes. <laughs> Dumb this, fuck. This place certainly will not do. <laughs> um, but then in reaction to all this, the, the sheriff's hand moves slowly towards his phone. But then it just keeps on going past the phone. And instead, he reaches for a velvet-lined box. <laughs> And inside the velvet-lined box is a dumb little axe knife <laughs> for no reason. And, and then Tina screams no, and then credits begin to roll, and then we get Tina screaming the word no over and over again for almost an entire four minutes. It, it is agonizing. Yeah. I mean, it's really, really punishing. It is brutal. I I don't know. Like, I, I guess I could do, like, analysis, but I haven't. Uh, I can't tell if it is actually, like, her doing a solid four-minute take or if they, like, recorded 30 seconds of it and then repeated it, but damn. It's painful. It woke me up three times. <laughs> <laughs> trying to watch this <laughs> it's fucking every, terrible every time <laughs> every time I woke up in a panic oh my god what is happening oh. <laughs> so. it, it just goes on and on it never ends yeah it is it is the single most horrifically effective thing in this movie is Caroline Brandt screaming the word no over and over again it is punishing <laughs> It really is. It's, it's, <laughs> I dare anybody to sit through the whole thing. I highly recommend falling asleep during this movie. <laughs> Boy, I should make that my alarm. Oh, man, that's a great idea. Oh, we should make that the like opening and closing music for this podcast. <laughs> Four minutes of her screaming. Gabriel, give us permission, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Uh that's the movie and that's that uh that happened all of that yeah and that that end her screaming no that is the most um fully sincere moment of acting in the whole film and damn uh, yeah. did she go for it she, she yeah she definitely gave up the ghost for the for the closing credits man she kicked ass at that and not anything else <laughs> not a single thing else yeah <laughs> um John, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> I have no idea. I... I it's so strange that you you would work on these other movies that did all the things you want to do in yours, but better. Mm -hmm. And your 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 idea is to take all those cool uh, some of those cool ideas, mesh them together to create something that isn't cool, 
yeah. and is is just stupid as hell. Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> oh, I know. Let me get someone to give me six hundred thousand dollars to make this. Is that the budget for this? Yeah, six hundred thousand, two thousand four dollars. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, probably half of that went to Warwick Davis. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh man, I I don't understand what's going on here. I have seen like people have praised this movie uh, and and him his style for being so surreal. And yeah, it's I guess surreal is the word for it. <laughs> it, it yeah, it's a little lynchy at times, especially with brain. That there's there's a scene where. I don't remember specifically the moment, but you're, I was sitting there looking at Brain, and I was remembering that that lady in uh, <laughs> that lady in uh, Eraserhead that has the, the big white, cheeks. yeah, the big cheeks. It yeah. reminded me of that for some reason. <laughs> she just stomps on the giant sperms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can see that. Just yeah, meaningless and strange. Yeah, yeah. This movie it it, it threatens to be just the sum of its parts. But mm-hmm. it, it narrowly escapes it. It's definitely its own thing. But, I mean, you could definitely see how it's, you know, puzzle pieces from a bunch of different puzzles put together, weirdly. But if you really think about it, I mean, what's what the, the premise is that there's this weird mutant creature of God knows what origin that has somehow implanted itself in a giant, headless, hairless bodybuilder body um, who has this weird lab where he <laughs> creates... A mutant family, yeah, and keeps them alive for what I don't even know what purpose, just to slaughter people for this little town. I guess so. That's I so don't... fucking strange and <laughs> fucked up that it's almost genius. It is. It would have been a cool storyline to pursue. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bizarre. Yeah, that would have been a cool movie. <laughs> and I mean, the creation, the creator thing was was. You know, it was it was meant to be an important part of it because they even hint, you know, they give you hints of it at the very beginning of the film where you see his arm flexing in front of candles. Oh, God, stuff. yeah, I forgot about that. Like inter, interspersed with the uh, with the uh, uh, scarification and the mm-hmm. old man fire pit. There's there's just and he's he that's right. There's one where he's like flexing in front of like little league baseball and football trophies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then, then there's one of those shitty CGIs where it looks like blood cells, but then it kind of coagulates into an image of this weird, like, long-nosed mutant fetus in a jar. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, where are we going with this? Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> and I don't understand why, I, get, I mean, maybe it was a budget thing, but it really seems... It seems weird to have like a movie that is obviously uh, in love with practical effects. Like this, this movie loves practical effects. Oh, absolutely. I don't understand why they decided to like mix in the weird CGI. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question because because it looks assy. <laughs> You know, like not in a fun, like not in a fun way either. Just in a kind of distracting way. Yeah, it's like oh, okay, and this is happening too now. Yeah. Yeah. So let's use this twice for no reason and just 
detract from our already terrible movie yeah yeah and it's weird because this movie kind of feels like uh like a, an effects showcase like how like uh like frankenstein's army where it's you know yeah it's a movie mm. but it's also like we wanted to do all of this fun stuff with like costumes and practical effects and stuff that i get the the same feeling from this also probably because surgeon general just looks like a reject from frankenstein's army that's true, actually. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, but then it's weird that they would just, like, throw these random CGI bits in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it is a strange movie. I mean, it's, it's, like, when I think about, like, a, a Fangoria, you know, sponsored kind of, I just picture some brainless, like, really stupid, almost, like, offensively stupid gore fest. Mm-hmm. But this, this isn't that. I mean, it is stupid, but it's... Yeah. It's humorously stupid. Like, they know it's stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, some of those other movies, the kind of movie that I would imagine Fangoria would back would just be some humorless gore fest that thinks it's clever and and because it's so gory, but it's just boring and stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, this was so bonkers, like, so ridiculous that it was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's... I mean, it sucks. <sighs> Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I mean, it it's... It's it definitely achieves a kind of bizarreness, but most of the time it's not effectively bizarre. It's just bizarre, but it's not like I don't know. It's not like wasting its time. It, it it's I don't know. <laughs> it's it, not like it's not like sci-fi channel movies where it's just a cheap piece of shit. Right. You right. know, there's like yeah. s- some artistic intent behind this. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think this guy had a vision, and he and I think he executed it pretty well. Yeah, but but what he executed on was often cringy and unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> it's it's very strange. I am of two minds on this. Uh, two brains, maybe. <laughs> it's like in some ways it's better than it than it should have been, but in other ways it was just as bad as you would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like this movie is pretty bad, but he wanted it to be that bad. So I guess good job. Yeah. Yeah, because he there's there's just some weird stuff in there. Like the 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 hillbillies who are projecting porn on the road who have been partying for twenty four hours. There's no backstory. He just throws that right in there. Yeah, it's just time for that now. And and I mean, basically, they're just they're just there to, you know, for bloodshed. But I love their little backstory that goes nowhere. It's so disgusting and twisted. It just throws it in there for no reason. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's great. And there's even a weird scene in there where he like where where um, what's his nuts? Uh, uh, Surgeon General chases down the driver and then like kills him in a lake. Yeah, that's right. He drowns him in a lake for no reason. Yeah, just like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) I thought he was going to rip him to shreds and they would just have the water fill with blood, but they didn't really do that. He basically just drowned the guy. Yeah. (laughs) So it's good at subverting expectations. And then magically magically leaves the lake and the sun is now going down. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wait a minute. It was broad daylight. Now it's sunset. How long could that guy run, honestly? <laughs> but yeah, you're right. The, the the their whole like entry and then and departure from the movie is just it's just a one-off. It's not like with the ancient ones where then it comes back. It's just like we get we get um you know the the family and and then the skinned deep family 
and then the ancient ones, and then there's just this high point with the the porn truck, and then the porn truck leaves, and then it is back to the ancient ones. It's it's very it's a very strange little story arc. <laughs> it really is. I also think it's very strange that he, I'm assuming, just decided that he wasn't really going to go into too much exposition. He just is. There's this weird mutant thing going on, and he doesn't even pretend to explain why. It yeah. just it's just there. Yep. It's just going on too. And then the creator take it like that was a couple minutes there where I was just kind of like forgetting to take notes. I had to watch it several times because it was just like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yes. What what is with the oiled hairless, headless bodybuilder guy with the dynamite pants? Yeah, and the and the giant sign behind him that says creator, so he's like a sideshow guy. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about the sign was amazing. Yeah, and he's like up on a weird like podium. Yeah, he's up on this weird podium and there's like lights everywhere, so it looks like some like some vaudevillian stage or something. Yeah. It's very strange. <laughs> I, I have no idea what to make of it. <laughs> I get it, it's like if the director had, you know, a, a little bit less ADD and was able to focus a little bit more and just develop it a little bit more, it could have been brilliant. Yeah. It's not, but it could have been. It could have been. And yeah, like that that whole scene with the creator and him saying all of that nonsense bullshit, that's the part that really like drove home the, the fact that I didn't know if he's trying to make a point or yeah, making that was, fun of movies that make a point. Yeah, because that was, that was like a whole different world of movie stuff that has also been done before. But I mean, like the, the big reveal the, of the bad guy and then the bad guy turns out to not be who you think he's going to be. I mean, he's he's playing with all these ideas that have been done a million times. Like, I guess the guy must be a real student of film, but he doesn't. It's like his attention span is so short that he just doesn't he can't put any effort into it. So he just throws all these ideas out there. <laughs> I guess so. it's amazing. It is. <laughs> <laughs> It I'm is, so glad we covered it. It's, it's, it achieves a very narrow band of amazing. <laughs> it, it definitely reaches high points. I don't know. It's so confusing too, but yeah, I kind of love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm glad I've seen it once or, you know, well, well more than once actually, but I, I'm glad, I'm glad I've seen it. I'm probably not going to watch it again. I, yeah, I think, I think I've, I'm done with it because like, yeah, there there were lots of parts of the movie that I enjoyed, but even those parts like overstayed their welcome. Yeah. They, they, they tended to go on for too long and get boring, which I mean, maybe even that was intentional. I don't know. You really can't tell with this guy. You really can't. I mean, everybody seemed like they were having a good time. There were some real caricatures, but there's, there's a coldness to it that just doesn't work for me that there's, there's an element to it that, that just didn't connect. Yeah, you know, it was and, kind of lifeless. Yeah, so, so so I mean it it I won't rate it super high because of that, but it was entertaining and if if you like batshit crazy stuff, I mean this this movie is fun to watch for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Just turn it off at the credits. Yeah, this movie it like there there are people for whom this is like exactly their jam. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is the specific horror itches that need to be scratched that this movie definitely does 
Um, and it maybe was even like tailor made for those people, you know, like a small community of people that wanted to see exactly this and now they can. And it it could also be one of those things where like effects guys like to sit around and shoot the shit when they're not working and come up with ridiculous ideas just for fun. And maybe that's what this kind of satisfied some of that too. Yeah. Like, wouldn't oh, it be hilarious yeah. if we did this or that? And and <laughs> then he's got a bad Sean Connery voice. <laughs> bad Sean Connery voice. We'll use Warwick Davis <laughs> and we'll call him Plates. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have some old man who fights with his shirt off, has like three teeth, and his name is Shakes. Oh my God, dude. And then they could have a showdown and it could be Plates v. Shakes. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is kind of one of those things like where they're all getting drunk after a, a movie, like a long day on set and come throwing ideas around. <laughs> Should we explain this part? Nope. <laughs> this is just what the makeup department was cooking up while they were actually filming a different movie. <laughs> while they were making a really good movie. <laughs> All of these were like Frank Henenlotter's ideas that he thought weren't good enough to put in <laughs> Basket Case 3. <laughs> Too stupid for Basket Case 3. <laughs> oh my god. Um, uh, wow. <laughs> John, if you had to uh, rate, rate this film uh, from uh, zero loathsome things... Uh, to five loathsome things and anywhere there between it. Uh, yeah. Where so art thou would thine rate? <laughs> where where forth out art thou rateth? Yeah, art. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh man, this is a tough one. Yeah. Because I, I I don't want to rate it too low because it is entertaining, and I don't want to rate it too high because it really is a, just a bucket of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but oh my god let me think oh man i'm gonna give it uh, this is probably generous but i'm gonna give it two stars <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah this is one this is one where I, I i like went back to the tapes and i was like all right i have to compare this to other things that i've rated in places yeah that's a good point yeah i uh i gave this a 1.3 out of five stars um, oh that's pretty good yeah. yeah yeah it's just barely watchable but really only grand for people that are super into practical gore effects it's yeah. not really a, a hidden gem, but it is it is the type of movie that you can reference if you're trying to sound smart about a very specific topic. <laughs> That's right. I just see. I think I gave it two partially, also because I was like, you know, I'll just give it a nice round number because I don't I don't want to give the impression that I thought too much about my <laughs> rating. And a one just didn't seem fair. Yeah, yeah. One is that that's like the, the top of cannot watch. But but 1.3 is fantastic because like you're like, it's better than a one. I mean, let's be fair, it's better than a one. But I'm not an asshole. I'm not giving it a one and a half. <laughs> yeah. It really achieved that happy middle ground in there. But I will give it I will give it the better side of one and a half. Yes. I'll round, 1. Up. 3. I'll round up the 1.25. <laughs> that is where it belongs. Hey, Gabriel, go fuck yourself. <laughs>
Oh my god. <laughs> that said, I do want to see Saint Bernard. It looks like it's basically the same movie, but with a Oh, I would I would definitely watch another movie by this guy for yeah. sure. <laughs> well, you're in luck. There is exactly one more movie. <laughs> although i will say i think his movies come out nine years apart from each other and it's been nine years since saint bernard so it might be gabriel bartolo's a clock shit time for skinned deep two more skinned oh man i can't wait Wow. Yeah, he's still working. Yeah, he did make. He was in the makeup department for Army of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. I think he worked on like a, a one very specific prop. Ah, uh, see, that makes me think that he just was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just throw everything together and just go ape shit and have a good time. Yeah, because he's he's worked on enough good films to know better. Yeah, a very specific breed of good films too. <laughs> <laughs> Every Leprechaun movie, Jesus Christ. Oh, wow, that's a that's a level of focus that I just don't have. Yeah, they're like, no, bring him back. Only he can do it. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so I, one of the things that I liked the most about this movie that I'm very thankful for, and we've talked about this before, after watching it, like, I was seeing the references, but I didn't know because I hadn't uh, seen it for myself. So after watching this movie, I finally went ahead and watched the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the first time. Oh, fantastic. Yes. It is fucking amazing. It is an incredible movie. I mean, it, it really shit. is. It, it It's it's everything you want it to be and more. Yeah, it is great. So I think that might be my favorite thing about Skinned Deep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah. If, that, if that's the first time you saw that. Yeah. Yep. I and, love that movie. That movie is genuinely difficult to watch. Oh, yeah. That that scene with, like, her on the meat hook and watching him, like, chop up the dude. Like, oh, my God. Uh, that, movie, that movie is a masterpiece. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Which is crazy because it was, you know, it's one of those drive-in theater, like, just, just dumb shit gore movies. But it is just incredible all the way through yeah and it was just a it was just you know toby hooper putting together a hodgepodge of like austin based actors and stuff just you know people that didn't really have any credits to their name and taking them out in the middle of fucking nowhere to this house in the middle of the summer and intentionally shooting long hot days to make people literally be as uncomfortable as possible yeah just it's incredible and it's phenomenal yeah it's great it's great. I've I've never wanted a guy in a wheelchair to die that much, except for I the know. governor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, motherfucker! Hey, go uh, to your ancestral home, Greg. I bet you'll find <laughs> nice neighbors there. Roll on by, my man. <laughs> oh my god, the scene in the van where they're talking to like pocket knife guy. Oh, mm-hmm. this is so good. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's phenomenal. It's disturbing. It's artistic in its own bizarre way. It's it's challenging. It's actually scary at times. Yep. It's uh, it's fantastic. Yep. Yeah, and uh, damn. 
just so much better than Skins Deep. (laughs) Not even close. (laughs) Different league, definitely an inspiration. Because, yeah, there's like there's like the bones everywhere hanging Mm -hmm. like in. And then in this movie, it's like phones. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And, you know, uh, these 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 guys somehow managed to round up all these bones and then sit around in the fucking heat tying them together for the movie yep yeah yeah it's it's extraordinary i think my favorite thing from uh from that movie is the chicken in a bird cage yeah <laughs> it's like what the fuck is happening right there it has this like <laughs> documentary level verite feel to it almost yeah yeah it, it feels like super authentic it's believable uh, don't want to be there don't go there yeah, I, uh, it was, I mean, when I was a kid, I remember hearing about it and I was scared of it, you know, and then I don't remember how I saw it the first time, either on cable or I rented it or something, but man, it completely blew my mind. I was not expecting it to be that good. I was expecting it to be entertaining, but I, I had no idea that it was actually, you know, just a, a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. That, that same, like, I mean, I'd, I'd heard people talk about it, you know, we've, we've talked about how I hadn't seen it and it's, it's obvious that it's revered, but I, I'm always, I always doubt any movie that people revere that much because I've heard people revere shit garbage movies. And so I'm yeah, always like scream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like scream or, uh, uh, Kirk Cameron's avatar. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Blue Jesus. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, it was, it's phenomenal. Amazing. We should probably yeah. watch that movie at some point. Oh, absolutely. For yeah. sure. Very cool. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, John, are there any other things that you would like to tell the nice people before we, uh, before we head on out of this busy? We are always looking for recommendations. We are always excited to hear from our listeners. Uh, good or bad if there's you know tell us what you like what you don't like what you'd like to hear us cover which you're really sorry we covered um (laughs) (laughs) why'd you do that (laughs) like i don't know maybe skin deep i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but uh uh, we'd love to hear from you guys yeah absolutely you can talk to us the actual human celebrities that we are on (laughs) our twitter and instagram which is at loathsome pod or you can find our facebook book group at loathsome things or just by you know face googling loathsome things and you'll get to us yep and you can hit us up you can hit us up directly we'll be we'll be uh, more than happy to communicate with you guys yeah and and we happily take recommendations and uh just talk to people about movie stuff it's good yeah absolutely <laughs> All right. Well, without further ado, we will say goodbye. Uh, John, do you have a final message for the people? Thanks for listening. (laughs) I mean, uh, no, I don't. (laughs) Bye. Bye.